Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's Ham Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 68. Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, a 13-year-old CW operator and contester, recorded live on Thursday, June 8th, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. And yes, tonight, Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, is with us. And uh, we'll talk about some of his CW operations and uh, some pretty cool things uh, that, that he's done. So we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. And we'll, of course, take your calls, tweets, and, and comments live as we go. Uh, last week, Jerry Rosilius, WB9Z, was on the show, and he just was... Uh, inducted into the CQDX Hall of Fame. And so he was here to talk about that and uh, some of his de-expeditioning. Um, so if you missed that, go over to hamtalklive.com, pull that up, or you can listen to the podcast version over on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and we're also over on YouTube. And this week, uh, we'd like to welcome our listeners from iHeart Podcasts. Uh, you can listen on demand there as well. That's at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app, um, in addition to our website and the podcasting outlets. But listen live, you want to go one place, HamTalkLive.com. So welcome to uh, all the people on iHeart listening uh, to Ham Talk Live now. So uh, get your questions ready to go, and um, we'll talk a little bit with Bryant. And uh, you, then you can give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. It's 812-638-4261. Or you can call us on Skype. Uh, the username is HamTalkLive. Or you can tweet us, and uh, our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. So I'll be right back, and uh, we'll jump right in with Bryant after this word from the Ham Station right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by the Ham Station. 
For over 37 years, the Ham Station has sold new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to hams everywhere. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Ham Station carries all the major brands like Icom, Yezu, and Kenwood, and they have a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, amplifiers by Mirage and Ameritron, Kushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online ordering is at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373 to place an order and talk it over with the experts. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Five out of four people have trouble with fractions. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. The Ham Station has you covered for new used equipment, either one. Give them a call at 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. Tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, tonight our guest is Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO. He's 13 years old. He's an avid CW operator and contester and recently won the essay contest for the Dave Coulter Memorial Youth DX Adventure. Um, he'll be going to Costa Rica in August on that DX Adventure trip. Um, Bryant's been a ham for about two years and found out about ham radio through the Boy Scouts. Um, and he is the only ham in his family. That was his uh, sole uh, journey into ham radio. Uh, Bryant's been uh, in several of the big contests like CQ Worldwide, uh, Straight Key Night, North American QSO Party, uh, ARL DXCW, and CQ Worldwide CW, just to name a few. And he is a member of ARRL and Yacht, which is the Young Amateurs Communications Ham Team, uh, the Jefferson ARC, and the Crescent City ARG. So uh, we'd like to thank them for their support of Bryant, and uh, he lives in uh, the greater New Orleans area. So Bryant, welcome to Ham Talk Live tonight. Thank you, Mr. Neal. It's great to be here. Well, I, I uh, was very uh, happy to run into you at uh, at Hamvention because it gave us a chance to to chat a little bit and and talk and and so um, I wanted to make sure to to get you on the show and and share some of the the stories uh, from Hamvention. But before we get into that, I, I've got to introduce a new feature on the show. Um, and I apologize you won't be able to hear it because the sound effects and stuff doesn't go through the, the Skype line here. But we've got a new feature on the show. Now, I don't know if you heard the, the Spurious Emissions Band episode, but uh, we talked to the Spurious Emissions Band, and, and I kind of jokingly said, hey, we've got this idea for a song and and in fact when i saw you at hamvention you were talking to ward silver the 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 lead guy in in the band um and so he was saying yeah you got it you got to listen to this song that we did and it's it's about bow thing and and instead of wild thing it's it's bow thing so i i decided that 
we're going to have a new feature on the show, and every time somebody says the word Baofeng, we're going to play a little clip of the Baofeng song. So, so here we go. So if some if somebody says Baofeng. So we're going to play that whenever somebody says Baofeng. So that's just the usual craziness here on Ham Talk Live. So it's kind of like some of those other shows, you know, whenever somebody says a word like Baofeng. They'll play a little clip of it. So anyway, so that so we'll we'll throw that in. So be aware if you if you say that word, we're gonna play it again. So anyway, hey, uh, let's get into the the CW bit now. Uh, at Contest University, uh, Tim Duffy K3LR uh, was talking um, about. Um, a contact that he had made with you and, and kind of gave uh, some of the the history of that. And uh, thanks to uh, to Tim, K3LR, for providing uh, some audio of this. We're going to listen to it here in a minute. But but tell us about uh, about your contact with, with K3LR. Well, my contact with K3LR was very special to me. Uh, it was in the CQ Worldwide 2016 CW contest in uh, late November and the special thing about it was I was using the hand mic of my Yesu FT900. And uh, it was very challenging to be able to use the hand mic. I used it in the form of a straight key, if you could imagine that, uh, using the push-to-talk key to key the CW. And I uh, stumbled on uh, to K3LR's frequency and gave him a call. And it took him a couple tries to get the call down. Uh, and he eventually, at least I think he eventually uh, got it. My copying wasn't so up to date yet, although uh, I could recognize the K3LR and the 5995 was the exchange. Uh, and I was, I was able to make the contact, and I sent him a QSL card afterwards, which gave me a new state, Pennsylvania. And so you're operating this big CW contest without a key. You're just using the button on your microphone pretty much people most people think of a microphone for a phone contest which is a good generalization but i figured out how to use the hand mic to just use it as like a straight key since i didn't have a straight key at the time so, uh, nothing was gonna nothing was gonna stop me from participating in the cq worldwide contest so yeah and, and i remember when, when we were standing there uh and, and talking to you and your mom and your mom says i don't i don't get this what what's the big deal about using your microphone as as a morse code key and, and so you, you know i was like well you know most people don't actually do it that way it's that's kind of a hard way to do it because you know it's just a little bitty switch and while yes it does do the same function uh that's just not a. <laughs> that's not one of the easier ways to do it, and so most people don't don't do it that way. So uh, she was kind of like, you know, well, uh, you know, what's the big deal? 
so that was that was kind of fun that uh, that was good. We, we uh, explained it to her, but uh, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, mute you here for a second, and and we're gonna play the audio of this that uh, K3LR sent me. He was able to uh, get this on uh, on one of the. Uh, uh, remote SDRs, he was able to uh, to find a copy of this contact. So let's listen to that now, and and you can listen and see how how good uh, Bryant is with this hand mic um, sending the CW. So there you've got it. That, hey, right? That's a pretty good, pretty good job on that hand mic now. Uh, I, it was very difficult to use it. Uh, I'd never heard the recording until Contest University, and I was blown away, blown away, uh, especially by hearing, being able to hear uh, the side tone because I didn't have a side tone uh, to hear basically the da 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 da. So it, it was basically all just transmitting, and I had to judge it on the uh, time intervals. But th- it was a fun contact, that's for sure. Yeah, and 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 getting K three LR, that's uh, you know, they don't get much bigger than that. So uh, thanks again to K three LR for uh, for sending that audio along. And um, I was telling you also at Dayton about uh, you know as hams we have to improvise and so th- this is what you did you 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 took the mic that you had and and you you know put the tone on as you said you, you couldn't even hear the, um you know what you were really sending and and improvise it and made it so i was telling you about this recording that i had found on youtube and it was this guy using his mic, but he didn't use the mic as the the CW key. He just keyed down and used his used his mouth, used his voice as the CW. So uh, take a listen to this. This is Mouth Morse on uh, on YouTube. I took a little little clip of it. That's a, that's a, uh, 
another way to improvise. Not sure how legal that would be, but uh, it didn't sound too bad. What what you you heard it? What what do you think? I thought it was amazing. I mean, I've never thought about using uh, the your voice to make a side tones, and I saw that he had switched his radio onto upper sideband. So I guess the science work just worked out. And uh, you're talking about hams improvising. I met I met a gentleman at Contest University uh, that used a piece of wire as a CW key, and I don't know how he did it, but he saw he just made a, a pigtail with some wire and used it as a CW key, and he said he made three contacts in about three hours. <laughs> Well, again, I'm not sure the legality of going upper sideband and using your mouth, but it was it was pretty funny. Whatever, I actually found that looking for some uh, YouTube recordings of some uh, Morse code cusos for the kids at school to listen to and to uh, to practice with, and uh, we ran across that, and we just we just died laughing because. Uh, uh, it was just so funny to to hear this guy doing that. So, so as a result of this, and and Tim finding out about you know you're using your your hand mic on this, he and some of the guys uh, got together and presented you with a bencher straight key, so that way you didn't have to do that anymore. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, uh, the people at DX Engineering were very generously uh, presented me with a straight key, and it came uh, just actually, I think it arrived before, uh, it arrived on Christmas Eve. And uh, my mom, I didn't know, I had no idea that it came. She just got a weird email saying that uh, uh, some products from DX Engineering had been shipped to our house. I didn't know it at the time. So when this package arrived, she wrapped it up and put it under the Christmas tree. And uh, when, on Christmas morning, when I opened up, she was like, "This is from the uh, people at DX Engineering. Look inside." And I was like, "Wow, wow! I was not expecting this. Very generous, very generous." So you get your your straight key, and so you're doing uh, a lot of these contests with it. And and we're now. I know you know did straight key night. Did you have the the straight key the bencher uh, straight key by then or were you still using your mic? Uh, I, I was using the straight key on straight key night. Uh, I made about 10 contacts. Uh, I had a blast doing it. Uh, I had some very good rag chews with hams across the southeast and uh, even one QSO to Arizona on 40 meters. I, I, had a lot of, I had a lot of fun. I'm sure a lot of other people did. I was just glad to have uh, 10 QSOs in the log. And my first contact with the uh, straight key was with KP4JRS in Puerto Rico on 17 meters. So that was a very special uh, getting a new band country. That was a new band country to me with a new key. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. And then at Contest University, you get surprised again. Uh Tim calls you up in the front of everybody, about 300 people, and uh, goes through and plays the, the audio that you just uh, heard here on the show and starts talking about Bryant and, and presented you with uh, something pretty special. So why don't you uh, you tell everybody about that? Yes, sir. Uh, 
So when Tim Duffy, uh, Mr. Duffy, called me up to the stage, I was very nervous. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, he played the recording of the CW Contact, and I was holding up the hand mic so everybody uh, in the room could see uh, what I was using as a key. And uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I was so then he pu- he pulls out a white box, and in the box is a Bagali vertical type paddle. I'm not I'm not sure the exact name of it and uh now he's like and there's another surprise and he gives me this bagali i was like wow did this seriously just happen i mean not every 13 year old gets to have a bagali it was very special very special and, and there was yet another surprise to it uh, yes, and it had even been uh, autographed by uh, Mr. Begalia, I2TRF, um, and I, re- I really appreciate that. That's really special, and it means a lot to me. Yeah, so not only do you have a Begali, which I don't even have, uh, but an autographed Begali, and uh, you can see the pictures of that. Uh, we put them up on our uh, facebook and twitter just a few minutes ago and we'll get them on instagram a little bit after the show but uh you can check those out at uh, hamtalklive.com on our social media sites and see the uh the autograph and the presentation there and you can see um his uh three keys which one of which is the hand mic and and then the the bencher uh, straight key and then the begali so uh you can get over there and check those out when you get a chance and and see those so uh what uh, what made you interested in in getting on on cw as a 13 year old what what inspired you to do that what got me interested in cw well i have these little snap circuit kits it's an electronics kit mm-hmm. uh, mainly aimed at kids and one of the uh, the projects was a Morse code oscillator. And so I made this oscillator in about an afternoon. And I learned how to call CQ using the, a Morse code legend that you can get off of Google. And I learned how to call CQ. I think it was like CQ, CQ, D-E-K-G-5-H-V-O-K. And I started talking about my project uh, to some of the members of the Jefferson Amateur Radio Club. And one of the members uh, said, here, how about you just borrow this? And it was a iambic paddle with a side tone speaker in it. So I started using this paddle, got, trying to get the hang of how to use a paddle, trying to figure out, you know, w- when you squeeze the two together, it makes da-da-da-da-da. Um, and I just kept increasing my speed about two two words a minute every day. And so in about a month, I was... I'm not going to say I was at 60 words a minute, but I was pretty uh, proficient at around 20 words a minute. Uh, And that was some high speed to me at the time. And so I would call CQ test, uh, CQTEST, as you'll hear contesters do. Uh, And so that was, it just basically took off from there. And I got my receiving skills up and I started having rag shoes with myself. So. That's how I got into CW. <laughs> That's a great, great way to practice. That's a great idea. Um, so, what's been your favorite contest to work so far? Uh, my favorite contest to work. I really like working the CQ Worldwide contest because you're allowed to work domestic stations, uh, unlike ARLDX, where it's just DX. 
Um, but also like how you're allowed to work. It's a DX oriented contest. So there's a lot of DX stations pointing their antennas at uh, North America, which makes getting DX a little easier for smaller stations. Also really like the North American QSO party because it's a more relaxed contest. Uh, and you're with this contest, you can get worked all states in about one day if you stick with it. Very cool. Well, uh, I'm glad that uh, we ran into you uh, at Hamvention and and heard about all this, and um, you got a chance to uh, to go on this big trip uh, here in August to Costa Rica, and and just uh, glad to hear that you're interested in all of this and. and uh, keeping with it and, and making things work, uh, even when you don't have, um, necessarily all the best equipment, but now you, you're, you're covered on the, on the CW keys for sure. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And, uh, when we come back, you'll have a chance to call in and uh, talk to Bryant and ask some questions. You can do that at 812-NET-TAM1, or you can Skype us, uh, you can get us there on Ham Talk Live uh, on Skype, and uh, you can also tweet to us. That's at Ham Talk Live. So we'll be back and do that right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's Dime Store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and ham sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and Hampro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Thanks to our friend Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show once again tonight. They've been with us all the way to bring you Ham Talk Live. June 10th, they're in Newberry, Michigan. So that's where they'll be at uh, this weekend. And then June 18th, Monroe, Michigan. And July 8th, they'll be in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And uh, if you're not at one of those ham fests, give them a call at 920-435-2973. Or visit them online at pl-259.com. And tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. And be sure to listen to us every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at HamTalkLive.com. And check out our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Ham Talk Live. And again, you can see those pictures from uh, this year's Contest University with uh, Bryant and his uh, his mom and uh, with uh, Tim Duffy and with the Keys. You can see all of those over there. Um, okay, so it's time for your calls now. So if you have a question or a comment uh, for Bryant, give us a call. The phone number 
812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. Uh, the Skype name is Ham Talk Live, or you can tweet to us at Ham Talk Live as well. And I will mention Skype is being particular again. And so we were having some issues with the phone earlier. I, I got the phone working, but uh, we didn't get quite a chance to, to test it fully and get it all running. So uh, Skype and Twitter may be the better ways to get a hold of us uh, tonight because of uh, the technical things, but we'll give it a try at 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Okay, so while we're waiting on the tweets and the calls and, and the Skype and all that, um, Let's talk a little bit about DXCC. Where are you with DXCC so far, and how's how's that going for you? Well, DXCC, for me at least, is it's going particularly well for my situation, a very small station, although on Saturday mornings, uh, the very generous people at the Jefferson Amateur Radio Club have allowed me to use uh, their equipment to get some new entities in. Uh, currently, my count for DXCC is 83 entities uh, confirmed. I have about 125 uh, total uh, entities. Uh, not all have been confirmed. I'm using QSL cards for my confirmation method, so it's not as easy as LOTW. And I'm still working on getting uh, some of those cards back. Uh, I, I don't even have Italy confirmed yet, so I'm hoping to get an Italian card soon. Uh, I'm using the contest as a way to uh, get the DXCC at, at least started. Um, I think contests are a great way to just score a lot of new entities in just one weekend. Yeah, great. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to stop here and see if our audio is working here. So we've got a phone call on the line. Uh, are you there? Hello? Hello? Yeah, it sounds like our... Our audio problem is still there. Yeah, and they're calling back again. Let's we'll try it one more time and see if we can uh, get anything. But I think we've got audio problems on the phone line here. Hello. Yeah, sounds like our phone line issues with Skype are still in play so uh give us a tweet or call us on skype if you call us on skype that'll that'll come through just fine and um or tweet us but it sounds like the phone line is out of commission for tonight so sorry about that we'll work on that and skype put out another update and, and still has the same bug in it and uh so we didn't get that fixed so if you can give us a call on skype it's ham talk live or um, tweet us um, over at Ham Talk Live. Okay, sorry I, I cut you off there, but I wanted to try to get the call in. So, um, yeah, DXCC is one of the things that we're working on at school. Um, we, we've got, you know, like you, we've got uh, about 120, 130 countries confirmed, but or, or worked, but trying to get the, all the confirmations has been a real challenge. Yes, uh, that's the frustrating thing is when you work a, a DXCC and then you see they only do EQSL. That's that's the frustrating th thing for me. 
Uh, let's see, I've gotten a few of the D-Expeditions. Uh, there was a D-Expedition back uh, in August to Pitcairn Island, VP6AH. I uh, got that card in, so I was very happy. And then uh, in February, I think the TX5T uh, D-Expedition uh, wrapped up, so I was able to actually get them on CW and sideband. Uh, that's what that, We had a good solar sun, uh, sunspot during that de-expedition, so I was able to work them on the high bands, which was quite a surprise to me because I don't have very good antennas for the uh, high bands. So uh, y'all use the two-element uh, step IR at club. Uh, how does it work out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We love we love that. Uh, at school, we've got the, uh, the two-element with the uh, dipole loop, and uh, it really, uh, really... Yeah, makes a, a difference we can bust through the pileups uh, a lot easier and uh, just uh it's a great antenna um so let's see here we've got some messages um coming in and it looks like dr scott wright k0md was the person tr- that was trying to call so he's over here on twitter here and let's see, um, does Bryant have advice on how to make contesting more appealing to young hams? How to make contesting appealing to young hams? Well, I, first and foremost, I would say make it fun. Don't make it where you have to sit in the chair for 48 hours. You have to make it fun. Um, there is a uh, myth. What do you call it? I forget. There was an article written by a, a ham in the, in the New Orleans area, and he said uh, that con- uh, contesting in kids' eyes was like gaming on the radio because you have to get certain points like multipliers. Um, there's running, which I really I, I really like running. Uh, so I it's kind of like uh, gaming on the radio, but except uh, with gaming – there's there's not that unpredictability of the ionosphere, which I really like. It's just un- so unpredictable. All right. Very good. And we've got a uh, tweet here from Chris Bro, KD8YVJ. It says he's excited to go to Costa Rica with uh, you this summer uh, on the Youth DX uh, edition. And uh, Chris is a, a cool guy. Spent some time with him uh and uh, his dad and, and some of the gang from Voice of America over uh, Hamvention Weekend, too. And so uh, it sounds like you guys are going to have a ton of fun down there. Oh, yes. Hello, Chris. It's uh, good to hear you, at least. Or, yes, I'm looking forward to going to Costa Rica with Chris and Austin, WA8CCS. Uh, he'll be going with us as well for the Dave Calter Memorial Youth DX Adventure. Uh, we'll be on HF, um, not sure what bands, maybe we'll be able to work a little bit at 160 meters, but not sure yet. Uh, we ha- it looks like the station is going to be really nice. We're going to have a long periodic, a six-meter beam, and some uh, very nice radios to operate. So I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm sure Chris is too. Yep, sounds like a, a good team uh, going again on that, and uh, that's, a, that's a pretty cool thing. I wish... Uh, Wish I'd been able to go on those things when I was a kid. That would have been that would have been a ton of fun. But um, you've actually, uh, I, I know, in 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 uh, reading some of your stuff, 
um, you actually have tried doing the SO2R thing. So, so how did you get roped into that, and and how's the SO2R thing coming along? Well, I got into SO2R at one of the big contest stations in the southeast Louisiana area. Uh, the station was KN5 vote. This was during the ARRLDXCW contest, and he has two for he has two operating positions, and each operating position has two FT1000Ds, and so that's a basic SO2R setup, and he runs multi-multi, and we had one radio on 20, one one radio on 10, and so we could uh, balance between uh, 20 and 10 meters, and so we would grab multipliers on 10 meters, so the conditions were not that great from what I hear. But uh, 20 meters was a great running band, uh, lots of Europe, uh, very very good European conditions. Uh, we had a few islands call us, uh, EA6, which is a, uh, Bal- the, Bal- the Bal- Balearic Islands off of the coast of Spain. And I think we even made a contact to Jersey, which is a island off of the coast of France and the English Channel. So it was really fun running uh, SO2R at KN50, and I'm trying to set it up at my own station. Um, I'll be using a Yaesu FT900 and an Alinko DXSR8T, uh, going uh, each one radio going into a vertical and one into a dipole. And SO2R is a very uh, tricky technique because uh, you have to balance out two uh, audio two audio uh, channels if you use uh, headphones. But I'm gonna try it uh, in. I'm gonna try doing it in the IARU contest, which is in July, and I hope it all goes well. Yeah, they, it's uh, a challenge to keep up with one sometimes, let alone two. But uh, at least you're not gonna be doing that with your your hand mic on CW. So <laughs> that, that, yeah, 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 that would be really really tough to. To pull that off with uh, SO2R. So uh, now your mom got to come with you to all this stuff. She got to go to to that Dayton Hamvention. She got to go to Contest University and all this stuff. So the big question out there is, are your parents going to get licensed? Are your parents going to become hams? I think my mom is leaning towards getting her license after going to Dayton. Uh, she learned a lot of things. I learned a lot. Um, my club is putting on a, a one-day license class, and uh, she may go to the license class. She just received a few emails today with the study guides and uh, some other material for the class. And so I'm hoping she decides to go because I think it will be great for her to get involved in ham radio Um and my dad, too. My dad's a pilot in the Navy, and so he's very familiar with uh, HF communications and uh, radio technology. So I'm, I think he may get his license, although I'm not sure yet. But I think my mom is going to get her license. Well, I'll, I'll, we're going to finish up here, uh, but uh, I'll tell you a little story of, of mine when I was uh, uh, five and, and got my license my dad and I did it together, but my mom could not stand to hear us talking in Morse code and not have a clue what we were saying. 
And okay, so that got her into ham radio because she had, she said, oh, no, I'm not going to get into ham radio. I'm just going to learn the code so I can know what you guys are saying. And so that was her thing was the code. And, and she got the code and then she was, oh, okay, I'll go ahead and take the, you know, I'll go ahead and take the test. And so we, we all ended up, uh, doing it, uh, about the same time. Mom was a, a year later. So, um, it, it all uh, worked out. So maybe Hamvention was, was the push that, that needed to happen. So, so yeah, well, we hope, uh, that your, both of your parents, uh, end up becoming hams and studying for that but uh, it was an absolute pleasure to to meet you and your mom at, at hamvention and uh just happened to, to run into you see it uh, talking to to ward silver and and um, wanted to jump in there and and say hi since i, I didn't get a chance to at uh, at contest university and and thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing the stories i hope it's been fun and uh it's been a lot of fun to uh, to talk about all this stuff and hope uh, it was fun for our listeners uh, as well. So thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you for having me on, Mr. Rapp. It was great being here. I had a lot of fun. All right. Well, that's Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO. And uh, so you'll hear him on the air. Give him a call, and hopefully you can give him a call from costa rica coming up in august uh, along with uh, chris and a bunch of those guys down there so looking forward to that well that is a wrap for this week's ham talk live thanks to my guest bryant rascal kg5 hvo and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and uh, for those of you tweeting in again sorry about the uh, phone line problems we'll try to get those solved unless skype throws us another curveball next week at 9 p.m eastern time and speaking of hamvention michael coulter whci is going to be here uh, to talk about what happened at hamvention and what changes they're going to be making so if you have any um, questions or anything that uh, you want to follow up on with hamvention why uh, jump in here next week and uh We'll have uh, the uh, official spokesperson of the Dayton Hamvention here to talk about uh, the adjustments that they're going to make and how things went this year. So don't miss out on that. And also, don't forget Sean Kutzko, KX9X, uh, will be here. Um, that's the following week, I believe it is. Uh, that's the Thursday before field day uh, for your field day questions. And uh, he spent many years as the uh, contest branch manager at ARL. He's now in uh, public relations there. Uh, but he's going to be around to answer your field day uh, rules questions and talk about field day. So if you have any uh, last-minute questions or concerns about field day, be sure to give Sean a call here on the show the Thursday before field day at our regular time. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, you can find those at hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Oh, 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 oh,